sometimes the biggest, most successful people may not have something that you are able to offer because you're smaller, because you're starting out, because you have a different energy and a different perspective on it. So that can actually be your secret weapon. So it really does not matter who else is doing this. There are so many people that teach what I do, but I know that I'm different. And actually the feedback of all the people that join my program just say, I just liked your vibe. I joined you because I liked your vibe. I felt like I related to you and I felt like I connected you. No one joins my program because they say, no one has ever said this to me. I've joined you because you made X amount of money. I've joined you because you have this number of people on your email list. I joined you because you have this number of Instagram followers. That has never come up. The comments are always on me and something that is unique to me. And I want you to remember that as well. Welcome to the Made For More podcast. I'm so I'm so excited to bring you another little episode. And today is just gonna be a short and sharp one. There's just really one core message that I wanna get, get across today. And it's something that happened over the weekend. I heard a comment over the weekend and it really made me think, oh, I really wanna do a podcast on that. So I'm gonna dive into that in a second, but quickly I thought I'd just give you a little update because I haven't done a kind of podcast update for ages. I always update you in my Sunday papers every Sunday obviously. I hope that you really enjoy that. I I actually really love kind of sitting down. I normally sit down on a Friday, write my Sunday papers and give you a kind of like recap and reflection on what I'm going through at that time or um, what's happened for me that week. And I really feel like in my Sunday papers, I can just be so open and honest and I end up bearing my soul in that email in that email it's like a journal for me so I really hope you enjoy that if you don't know about that by the way you can subscribe to my mailing list on my website carlymyers.com and that you can get on that but yeah I really hope you're reading that and you're getting up to date with everything that's going on but I wrote in my last Sunday papers that life right now is crazy not really business. Business, I've really systemized and strategized that and that's all working exactly as I would like it. But life-wise, there are zero systems right now. It was Frankie's birthday at the weekend and so I've been planning the birthday party. We finally got our planning permission through for our house. If you've been listening to my podcast, then you will have heard me talking about us trying to renovate our house and get our planning permission for almost three years now and it finally went through so now we're obviously deep in kind of you know getting quotes and plans and structural engineers and stuff like that which is exciting and yeah just life is busy there's just so much to do and I don't know what it is at the moment but and actually I spoke to a couple of my other mum friends feeling like this real maternal pull at the moment I don't know if it's because I feel like when it's one of your children's birthday, I always get into a really reflective place. And something I actually always do on the night before one of their birthdays, I have this book and I write a letter to them in this book. And I also write down the things that they're loving, things they're not loving, things they've learned, things they did that made me laugh, their favorite words. And I write this whole kind of like letter to them and say what we did on their birthday and it gets me in a really reflective mode and I think it's just all going so quick at the moment I'm seeing my babies growing up so quickly and it's freaking me out and I feel like I just don't want to miss a second of it 
And I just feel in this real like maternal space at the moment where I just want to spend as much time as I can with them. I've actually cut down my childcare. So I was having four days a week, only until 2.30, so it's kind of like a half day, but I decided to cut down my Friday so that I can spend my Friday with both of them because Frank's will be going to school next year. And yeah, I just really feel like I want to be there for as much as I can. So that's where I'm at. And actually this weekend we had Frankie's birthday party and a load of friends came over and a load of his friends obviously. And I was talking to one of my friends and she is an amazing content creator. So she creates content like a mum influencer. And she's always promoting brands and she's done it for a really long time and she's brilliant at it. She gets such good opportunities and paid trips everywhere and she's really good. And she said to me, oh, I said like, how's it all going? And she was like, oh, it's feeling a bit slow at the moment. Normally towards Christmas, it picks up a lot because a lot of brands are wanting to advertise, but I'm not really feeling it pick up and thinking maybe I should add in another income stream. Now, obviously me over here, I was like, yes, and in another income stream, have you thought about teaching what you do? You're so skilled, you're so good at what you do, you must get questions asked all the time. Have you thought about teaching it? You could do a really low ticket course and it would help so many other people. I'm sure there's so many other mums that wanna do what you do. And she was like, oh God, yeah, I do get messages all the time. So many people message me and ask me about it. And actually I've been helping other businesses as well. And she started with talking back and forth about what she could do and how it could work and things like that. And obviously, you know me, I started to get all excited because I was like, this would be so good for you, you could do it. And I'm just trying to fix everyone's problems. <laughs> and, and she was like, yeah, but the thing is, I just really don't think I've got any anything to offer people. I just really don't know what I could even do something on. I just always think, why would anyone buy something from me? Whereas for you, you're like, everyone needs to hear what I've got to say. And I just found it really interesting. That's what comes across with me. Her perception is that the confidence I have in myself is like, everyone needs to hear what I've got to say. And it just made me think, God, I, I wish you knew actually <laughs> what went on in my brain because it does not go like that. Whenever I'm trying something new, whenever I'm putting myself out there or putting content out there, I'm never thinking I am the best at this. I am an absolute expert and everyone needs to know what I've got to say. If anything, I'm actually having this kind of like chat with myself like psyching myself up to have the confidence to put the stuff out there. And I, it made me realize that there are probably so many people not doing the things that they could do, not putting courses out there, not putting podcasts out there, not starting an email list because they're having those thoughts. And then they're thinking, I, I'll do that when I don't have these thoughts anymore, when I don't doubt myself, when I don't have all these kind of fears of what will people think and am I good enough and things like that. And I just wanted to do this podcast to say, 12 years into my entrepreneurial journey, with a podcast and a YouTube channel and I've partnered with amazing people and I've got courses and I'm doing a lot of stuff, I have those same thoughts every single time I put something out there. Every single podcast episode I put out there, I have those same thoughts of, is anyone gonna find value from this? Is this even gonna be interesting? What if no one listens to it? What if no one buys my course? I still have all of those same thoughts and it really made me realize that actually 
the reason why I've become successful is not because I don't have those thoughts and not because I am different. Like the way that my friend was talking to me was almost as if like I was different and I had a different mindset to her and that's why I could do these things, but she wasn't able to do these things. And I realized that I'm actually not different. I'm exactly the same, but I have some tools that I use to talk myself out of that mindset really quickly so that I can put myself out there, so that I can post the podcast, so that I can put the YouTube video out there, so that I can launch my course or whatever. And I wanted to share those with you. I wanna share what those little tips are that help me really quickly go from, no one's gonna buy my stuff or no one's gonna listen to me to yes, okay, this is good, I'm, I'm, this is right, I'm excited about this, I'm excited to put myself out there. So I wanna share with you really quickly what those things are, and it's only actually four points, so it's not like you have to do a full hour's meditation on it, <laughs> um, but yeah, these things always really help me whenever I have those thoughts, and it is a lot. So first of all, the first thing you need to do is you need to look for evidence. Now, naturally, our brains are wired to automatically look for evidence against why you should do something or in, in favor of the thought that you're having, the most prominent thought. Say if you say, I'm gonna start a podcast and your most prominent thought is, why would anyone listen to me? No one's gonna listen to me. I've got nothing to share. I haven't got a big success story. I haven't made loads of money or I haven't done this, this, this and that. No one's gonna listen to me. Naturally, our brains will look for evidence to back up that prominent thought. So it's gonna look at past failures, other things that you've tried and hasn't maybe worked out, things where you someone said you couldn't do something and then they were right and you couldn't do that thing. So that's where our brain is naturally gonna go. And what we wanna do is override that and look for evidence to the contrary. Look for evidence to say why you should do this and why someone may listen to you. I was talking to a friend of mine as well and she has a, she released a course ages ago and she had a handful of people come in that course and I think she had about eight people come into the course and six of them went on to be really successful and they achieved the result that they came to her for. And so we were talking back and forth and she was saying, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna do it. I just, I don't wanna, I'm scared that I'm gonna fail and I only had eight people join my program and blah, blah, blah. And so I helped her look at the evidence, which was this many people joined your program and got the result that they want. That is a huge piece of evidence to show you that you should keep going with this, that you are right and more than qualified enough to be putting this course out there and teaching people how to do it. Like you actually have evidence to show that you can help people get the result that they come to you for. Something like that, look at why someone should come to you. Look at DMs or feedback that you got from someone that said, hey, I just wanted to message you and say, thanks so much for your advice earlier. That really helped me and I'd never really thought of it like that. Or someone else that you've made feel better. Whatever it is that you're wanting to do, whether it's a podcast or a course, look for evidence to back up why you should do something or why you are good enough or why someone will listen to you. And that could be that someone has listened to you before. It could be that you've helped someone before. It could be that you've helped someone feel better before. And, and again, this is a real muscle that you have to flex. This is not gonna come naturally. You know, naturally you are gonna go to that place of 
Okay, let's look at why I shouldn't do this. Let's look at why this is a terrible idea. So you do have to train your brain and train that muscle to look why you should do something. But that's the kind of evidence that you want to look at. You also want to look at if anyone has asked you for advice, if people have come into your DMs or if people have sent you a message and just said, hey, I'm doing this thing and you're the first person that I thought of, then that's amazing evidence to show why you should do something. Because if one person is thinking that, then that means many people eventually will be thinking that too. And so that's amazing evidence to stack and add into your kind of evidence jar. And this is what you want to think. Like when you're going about your daily life, start to pick up on little evidence coins that you can put in your evidence jar. Start to be aware of all the great feedback you're getting and all the the good things that are happening and the things where you are helping someone and take that, turn that into an evidence coin and put it into your evidence jar, which you can pull from when you need it the most. Something else as well is that when you have these thoughts and you have these doubts, and I definitely had this in my, when I was starting out in this kind of coaching space, I would think, yeah, but I can't do that because I've got a three-month-old baby. It, it doesn't even work out. And the people that I was aspiring to be and the people that I was like learning from and my mentors, they didn't have three-month-old babies. They didn't have any kids. Naturally, my brain was going, yeah, but I can't do it because I've got a really young baby. And then I trained myself to look for the evidence to prove that it would still be possible with a baby. So I thought, who has done it? Who has done it? Is there someone who is in my position that has done this before? Is there evidence of that? And I found loads of people. When I actively went and searched for people with really young kids that were in the coaching industry, that were selling courses, I saw so many people and I realized, okay, this is possible for me. I was just looking in the wrong place. I was following people that weren't like me and it's not that's a bad thing, but when it comes to me doubting myself and talking myself out of taking action, that wasn't helping me. I found people that I could think, okay, there's evidence. There's evidence that someone has done it and if someone has done it, then I can do it too. Looking for evidence is my first point. Evidence of why you should do something. Evidence of how you've helped someone before. Evidence of someone else in your position that has done it similar to you. And evidence that you are enough. It's so hard to switch your mind to look in a way of like, why am I enough? Like, why am I good enough to do this? We really do not go to that place. So I wanna encourage you and challenge you to go to that place because it's a great place to be in. The second thing, even though I've just spoken about looking at other people and thinking who else has done it like me, I now want you to actually not compare yourself past that point. So find someone that you've seen that's done it and then I want the comparison to stop because It is so easy to talk yourself out of something if you feel like there are other people around you that are doing it better than you. And I teach people how to create courses, how to create passive income, how to turn their skills and knowledge into online courses. And when I first came into this space, one of the people that I was looking at was Amy Porterfield. She's got like $80 million in sales doing pretty much the exact thing that I do. And it held me back in the beginning because I was thinking, why would I even bother trying to do this? Of course, everyone is going to go for Amy Porterfield. Why would you not go to her? Why would you come to me when you could go to her? And when I got over myself and put it out there and it was just like, oh, I just need to try it anyway. I realized actually that people started to join me because of things that she didn't have. 
they started to join me because they were like, I don't want to be one of thousands of people. I really like the idea that I can be a bit closer to you and you might have a closer eye on my business. Or they were like, she has an annoying accent and I quite like your accent. I'm not saying that Americans have annoying accent, but you have certain accents that you're attuned to that you want to sit and listen to for a really long time. There's certain accents that just jar me and I'm like, oh God, no, I don't like it. But then there's other ones that I could sit and listen to for, for days. And we have different accents. We are from completely different places. We are completely different ages. I'm coming into this right from the beginning and actually people have seen my journey. Someone just joined my program recently because she said, I've seen your journey. I've seen you implement this system that you're teaching and I've seen what it's done for you. And that's why I wanna join your program because I can see myself in you. And that's something that Amy Porterfield doesn't have. She's however many years into her journey, she's earning millions and millions of dollars. And for some people, they might not see themselves in her and so, they think, okay, I'm just not relating in that way. And so you have to remember that the reason why you're holding back and thinking, why would anyone come to me? Because someone else is way more successful than me. Obviously everyone's gonna go there. First of all, not everyone actually knows about everyone. Like you only really would know about Amy Porterfield if you started looking into online marketing. You would only know about these, if you're like in a bakery business or whatever it is that you're teaching, all of your clients that are wanting to know about how to bake bread do not know all the gurus that you know. They probably just started looking into it and something about you and the content that you put out online has connected them and made them think, oh, I like her. I feel like I wanna learn from her. And that's how it's gone. So just because you know everyone in your industry doesn't mean that your ideal client knows everyone in your industry. So trust that the right people are gonna be connected to you. And just know that sometimes the biggest, most successful people may not have something that you are able to offer because you're smaller, because you're starting out, because you have a different energy and a different perspective on it. So that can actually be your secret weapon. So it really does not matter who else is doing this. Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi, they teach how to sell courses, but we're different. There are so many people that teach what I do, but I know that I'm different. And actually the feedback of all the people that join my program just say, I just liked your vibe. I joined you because I liked your vibe. I felt like I related to you and I felt like I connected you. No one joins my program because they say, no one has ever said this to me. I've joined you because you made X amount of money. I joined you because you have this number of people on your email list. I joined you because you have this number of Instagram followers. That has never come up. The comments are always on me and something that is unique to me. And I want you to remember that as well. So it does not matter. I want you to get your blinkers on. It really does not matter how many people are doing what you do. It does not matter how successful they are. It does not matter how they do things or where they are or whatever. All that matters is you and the value that you are able to bring. That's it. Your uniqueness is your secret source. The third thing is actually that when you are, I think probably the reason why I've grown in so much confidence and I really feel so much conviction in what I'm selling now, and obviously what I'm selling is my coaching, is because I actually don't sell myself anymore. I'm not really selling myself as a coach. I'm not saying, 
I'm the best, I know everything, you should come and join me. I sell my process, I sell my system, I sell my formula. And that is so much easier to sell because I probably believe in my system more than I believe in myself. We always doubt ourselves, we always have these things about ourselves, but it's really easy for me to believe in my system because I know that it's helped other people and I know that it's helped me. So when it comes to promoting that thing and being like, you should join and having that full kind of conviction in this is the thing that's gonna help you the most, it's because of my process, it's because of my system and I'm no longer saying, join me, I'm the best. I'm saying, join me, my program is the best. And that's a completely different energy. So once you can create a system of what you're offering or a a product or a framework or something, once you take what you have inside you and you turn that into a product that you can sell, you're then selling the product. And then it makes it so much easier to do that. So that is a really powerful piece. It's actually what I teach in my Freedom Accelerator, which is my core program. And that's the first thing that we do. We literally get that process, that system, that full product in place where we can say, this is what you're selling. You're no longer selling people on you. You're selling that offer. And then lastly, just remember that you can never fail. I had an experience recently where something didn't work out the way that I wanted it to and my friend messaged me and she was like, oh, are you okay? Is that okay? And I was like, honestly, I haven't even given it a second thought. I have, it, I just don't ever see anything as a setback anymore because I just know that whatever happens, whether it goes well, whether it goes wrong, whatever, I am getting closer. I am getting closer. I really trust and I really truly understand this now that the coaching business and the coaching industry in general is really just a game of how many times you can iterate what you're doing to find the sweet spot. How many times can you relaunch a product, try a new way of doing it, try a new tweak on this, package it slightly different? How many times can you iterate it until you find that sweet spot where everything clicks into place? And I've stopped expecting things to just be perfect straight away. And I've got really okay with things not and just understanding that every time I try something and it doesn't work or it doesn't sell or whatever, I'm learning so much valuable data. Like I'm learning so much. And actually I heard someone talking about running paid ads recently and he basically said that when you're running paid ads, you will lose more than you win. So you have this kind of burn budget. Say for example, it's like $2,000. You're like, okay, I'm happy to lose $2,000. That's how you wanna get into paid ads. You don't wanna get into it and thinking, I've got $100 to spend and I have to make a sale with this. That's never gonna be the right way of going into it. But you have this kind of burn, this burn balance where you say, okay, I'm happy to lose $2,000. And you get into the mindset of losing that money. On day one, you're going to lose a certain amount. On day two, you're going to lose a certain amount. On day three, you're going to lose a certain amount. And then you win. So basically the process goes like lose, 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 win. But when you win, you win back 10 times what you lost leading up to that point. And that's how it basically works with ads. You have to be comfortable with losing the majority of the time, but trusting that when you win, you will gain back and then some, many more times, what you have lost in the process of getting to that win. And that's really how I feel about 
coaching and putting offers out there and putting a podcast out there and putting all of these things out there, I just think we're probably going to lose 10 times. But then when you win on the 11th time, it makes up for that entire journey. It makes up for everything that you lost. It makes up for all the time that you felt like, oh God, I just want this to work. When it does win and when it does all fall into place, that's where the magic happens. So I want you to switch your mindset when you're putting yourself out there and thinking, oh, I'm just so scared of failing. I just want you to think that you are actually ticking off one of those lose notches. If you're going by the rhythm of like lose, 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 win, and there's no telling how many loses you'll get before you get a win, you're just ticking off a lose notch. But if you don't do anything, if you just sit there and think, oh God, I just don't want to put myself out there. This is too scary. You still, it's inevitable whenever you do start, whenever you do pluck up the courage to do it, you still have that same amount of loses to go before you get to your win. You're not going to be any better at doing that thing because you've sat and waited for the perfect time. You're going to be worse, if anything, because you learn so much by just getting out there and doing the thing. I want you to think and switch your mindset from being scared to fail to being hungry to fail. Because in every failure, or what you might view as a failure, there is so many lessons to be learned and you are literally crossing off those lose notches and you're getting closer and closer and closer every single time you do something that doesn't work. Stop putting so much pressure on nailing it the first time. Stop thinking this has to go right. I have to get this perfect. Otherwise, this is my one shot at it. You get a million shots at it. And I really encourage you to take all those shots. Like, come on. And my, my family are big ice hockey fans. And when you're practicing your goal scoring, you're just shooting. So many times you'll stand on the blue line, you'll literally just shoot the puck and they're going all over the place and nine times out of 10, they're not going in the goal, but you're learning how to get them in the goal more often than when you started. And that is what this is. It's just taking the shots. If you don't take your shot, you're not going to score. <laughs> and you have to get used to taking your shot and iterating and getting better and understanding your target more and understanding what it is you're doing so that you can shoot and win many more times. So those are my points. My points are when you get in that head frame of, oh God, I can't do it. I don't want to put myself out there. Who's going to listen to me? Remind yourself that I have all of those thoughts too. And that the fact that you're having those thoughts does not mean that you shouldn't be doing this thing. It just means that you need to activate the tools to talk yourself out of that mind frame. And those tools are look for evidence of why you should do this thing. Look for evidence of how you've helped someone before. Look for evidence of someone else in your situation who is doing this thing successfully. So look for evidence and switch out of looking for the evidence against and look for uh, evidence for. The second one is don't compare yourself to anyone else. It really does not matter what anyone else is doing around you. It only matters what you're doing. Thirdly, if you're really struggling to get yourself out there and put yourself out there, then start thinking about how you can create a product or a framework or a process or a system and start selling people on that system instead. I guarantee it is so much easier to promote a system than it is to promote yourself. And lastly, understand that the more comfortable you get with losing, the quicker you're going to get 
to winning. And there is so much value in every single time you do something, what you perceive to be as wrong, you're gonna learn so much. So get comfortable with that. And I promise you the only way to actually get to where you wanna get to, so you might as well figure out how to get through it. So that is my podcast. It actually went on longer than I thought. I went on a bit of a rant, but I really hope you found that helpful. And I just want you to know that we will never be in absence of these thoughts. So you cannot wait for them to go away. You just have to learn how to talk yourself into a new mind frame and a new headspace. And that is really where the magic starts to happen. You cannot just wait for things to change. You have to actively change your mindset. And I really hope those things help you. So thank you so much. I will speak to you very soon and have a wonderful week. Bye.